Welcome to On Conscious. This is episode eight. Why is fragrance not on our wellness radar? Welcome to On Conscious. I'm your host, Liz Cook, functional nutritionist and founder of One Seed Organic Perfumes. In today's episode, we're exploring the reasons why we may be making the switch to a more healthy, wellness-focused lifestyle, but completely ignoring the health implications of synthetic scent. If you're someone who loves a beautiful smell, and don't we all, this one's for you. So let's jump in. Today we're posing the question, why is fragrance not on our wellness radar? Typically, this is a picture I see on social media and every time it strikes me as a paradox. The influencer or model or celebrity who seems to be sold out to a life of wellness, Buddha bowls, green smoothies, forest bathing, yoga, aromatherapy, only to, with the next post, declare their devotion to their favorite synthetic perfume. Does it seem paradoxical to you? Maybe not. Many of us have not yet made the connection between fragrance and health, or more specifically, synthetic fragrance and poor health, and today we'll explore why. You've probably already started making the switch to a more natural, wellness-focused lifestyle. Maybe you're eating more organic whole foods, consuming more plants and less meat, using less chemicals around your home. Probably you've found a natural deodorant and toothpaste. And maybe you've even switched over many of your skincare products. But fragrance, is that even necessary to consider? Could fragrance actually be impacting our health? Most of us don't really consider what fragrance is. I mean, is it actually a thing? A real tangible thing like ice cream or rose petals or paper? Or is it just a smell, one of my senses? It doesn't help that the dictionary definition of fragrance is a pleasant smell. What you may not know or may not have considered is that when we smell something, we're not just perceiving that smell via our senses, but we're actually inhaling particles of whatever the scent is. Smell, or olfaction, is one of only two of our five senses in which the object we're perceiving actually enters our body. With sight, the object stays where it is, and it's the light bouncing off the object that enables us to see. With sound, it's the bouncing sound waves that enter our ear and help us hear. With touch, it's our nerve endings that fill the stimulus of the object we're touching. And taste is obvious. The object has to touch our tongue in order for our taste buds to perceive it. But with smell, we don't have to touch or taste the object of the scent. It's as if it's almost an emotional experience as opposed to a physical one. Perhaps that's why we have difficulty accepting that fragrance can actually be bad for us. Let's get technical for a moment and I'll explain a bit more about the biochemical process of smell. A smell is created when a substance releases molecules or particles into the air, and these molecules travel via a process called diffusion. The molecules are constantly moving and eventually they spread out through the air around them. The more volatile the substance, the more easily it gives off molecules, the stronger its smell. Non-volatile objects, such as steel, don't have much, if any, smell at all. For us to detect the smell, these molecules need to enter our nose. Once the odour particles enter our nostrils, they're detected by olfactory receptors. Let's think of them as locks for a moment, near the back of our nose. The odour molecules that float past are like keys that can open the locks. 
These receptors then generate electrical signals that are sent to a part of your brain called the olfactory bulb, where specialized nerve cells called mitral cells send these signals to regions of the brain that will combine them so we can recognize the smell and the chemical composition of the mix of odors is determined. The scent molecules that enter your body trigger olfactory information to be sent to your brain, while the molecule itself dissolves into mucus and enters your bloodstream. So perhaps you are what you smell almost as much as you are what you eat. Smell is the only of our five senses where information does not go through the thalamus, the more practical part of your brain, on its way to the cerebral cortex, where we make conscious decisions. Instead, the information travels via the olfactory nerve to the olfactory bulb, and it's then routed, without our awareness, to the limbic system, our centre of emotion and memory. So our response to scent is always emotive. We're just designed that way. When it comes to smells, we can be influenced and not even realise it. What if you've lost your sense of smell, either temporarily like when you have a cold or hay fever, or if you have longer-term anosmia, say from an accident, or perhaps you were born without a sense of smell? Having no sense of smell makes no difference to whether the molecules enter your body or not. It happens in exactly the same way, as it does for people who are super-smellers. Do you know the purpose of your sense of smell? It's to warn you of danger. For example, the smell of something burning or bacteria in that dog poop you almost stepped on or the decay of last week's lobster in your garbage bin, if you could be so lucky. Ever noticed your instinctive need to smell the milk upon opening it? But scent is also designed to connect us and send us information about what is good for us. Our sense of smell is the first of our senses we develop in utero, so it's a primal and instinctive thing. The smell of your mama when you were a baby, the aroma of a freshly sliced peach, the smell of your lover, the scent of the beach, all connecting us to elements of the natural world that bring us comfort, nourishment or restoration. And because our sense of smell is physiologically connected to our emotions and memory, fragrance invokes a very strong emotional response. But here's where it starts to get tricky. Our sense of smell can be manipulated to invoke an emotional response. So that synthetic vanilla or caramel odour, if used cleverly, can help us feel like a kid again, with mum's baking and all of the innocence of childhood. In fact, cleverly designed synthetic fragrance can invoke an emotional response much like the real deal. The problem is, this emotional connection to fragrance means that we're programmed to respond to all lovely smells with a positive response, whether they're good for us or potentially causing us harm. So now we're starting to understand the question, why is fragrance not on our wellness radar? The challenge we face is to detach ourselves from our emotional response to scent and consider exactly what our fragrance is made of, and if we would actually approve of those molecules entering our body if we had the choice. If I told you your favourite candle had the scent of fairy floss and rose petals, your emotional response would be to light it and enjoy the feeling you get from fairy floss and rose petals. But if I explain to you that there are up to 200 chemicals that have been combined to create that aroma, and all of these chemicals are entering your bloodstream via your nose where they eventually make their way to your hormone receptors and can cause a myriad of symptoms such as brain fog, irritability, depression, mood swings and headache, and even through to infertility and decreased sperm motility, you may temporarily disconnect your emotional response to the scent. Much like finding out the man you adored had been cheating on you. You loved him like crazy 60 seconds ago. Now you can't stand him based on the new information you've received. 
So while your limbic system may be fooled into an emotional response to scent, your immune and endocrine systems still react to any substance flagged by your body as potentially harmful or foreign, or from the displacement of natural hormones with synthetic doppelgangers. The result is a series of inflammatory responses behind the scenes, causing a cascade of health events that may play out behind the scenes for some time, or may be almost immediately obvious. It's really difficult to think of the fragrance you've worn on every best occasion in the past 10 years as possibly being bad for you, but knowing the facts can help you take the emotion out of the decision and break up with a fragrance that's causing you harm, just like that dirtbag boyfriend. Recent studies have shown that even our expectations about an odour may sometimes be responsible for the mood and health benefits reported. In one experiment, researchers found that just telling subjects that a pleasant or unpleasant odour was being administered, even though they might not be able to smell it, altered their mood and well-being. Just the mention of a positive aroma made them feel better. While we're talking about scent, let's bring essential oils into the conversation. Is there any difference in our emotional and biological response to natural extracts, like lemon or rose petals or sandalwood, versus their synthetic counterparts? Putting aside for a moment the negative health effects of synthetic scent, the main difference in our more immediate response to natural versus synthetic fragrance is that the effect of synthetic fragrance on mood and emotion is psychological, triggering an emotional response, whereas the effect of plant extracts such as essential oils is both psychological and pharmacological, also triggering a biochemical response. Once absorbed, the natural chemical components of essential oils interact with receptors in our body to bring about physiological and biological changes because they interact with the nervous and endocrine systems. These changes can include elevating mood, reducing pain and anxiety and so on. For example, linalool, a natural component of lavender, neroli and coriander, is known for its sedative, analgesic and anti-inflammatory effects. Researchers believe linalool creates a sedative effect by decreasing sympathetic nervous activity and increasing parasympathetic nerve activity. Linalool also increases the activity of opioid receptors, which helps reduce pain perception, as well as dopamine receptors, which impact mood, and is also thought to inhibit the production of inflammatory cytokines, creating an anti-inflammatory effect on the body. A 2013 study found that lemon essential oil, which contains 70% limonene, had a significant antidepressant effect in a mouse model of depression. Researchers determined that the lemon oil increased the activity of serotonin, dopamine and noradrenaline in different regions of the brain, which may explain antidepressant effects. Here's the thing. Fragrance is emotional and it's difficult to disconnect from anything that gives you a positive emotional response. So if you're trying to reduce your toxic load and you want to see the impact synthetic scent might be having on you, try this challenge set by Alex Stewart of Lotox Life. Take every synthetically scented product you own, and if you're not sure if it's a synthetic scent, read the label or the website. If it doesn't say it's a 100% natural fragrance, then it definitely contains synthetic fragrance. This includes perfumes, candles, room sprays, laundry powders, and so on. Now pop them all into a box, seal it up, and put it away in the shed for three weeks. Then take out the box and put everything back in its place and use them all like you used to and take note of the way you feel. And next time you pick up that bottle of your favorite perfume, light your favorite candle or pop in a load of laundry, stop and ask yourself this question. Could this beautiful scent be doing me harm? 
And if you're ready to take the next steps, start reading labels and seeking out products with no synthetic fragrance. You may just be surprised at the impact on your body and mind. As always, I encourage you to do your own investigation and research on all of these topics and educate yourself well about how your own body works and how nature works on your body. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, rate us in Apple Podcasts and share us with your friends. For more information about One Seed or to find health and wellness articles in our journal, visit oneseedperfumes.com.